You are listening to the weekly podcast of Northeast Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We pray you enjoy today's message. Enduring mercies, enduring praise. And this psalm opens with a command to the self. We find the psalmist in conversation with himself. The conversation actually continues through verse 5 because the speaker is still addressing his soul. He lists benefits in verses 3 through 5. Note that the emphasis lies on repeated, not singular, blessings. His praise is like a summary statement, not focusing on a singular or recent blessing. Verse 4, the B clause, God crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies after he redeems our lives from destruction. What a natural antithesis from the pit of destruction and despair to a crowning. Pit. Crown. It's hard to stretch the opposites much further than that. He redeems my life from destruction. Then he crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies, plural. Now these verses have the form of of a hymn There is the invitation to praise in verses 1 and 2, followed by reasons for praise in verses 3 through 5. The word bless or barak, some say barak, barak, seems to have originally meant to bend the knees before. That is, to bow in homage to one's sovereign. The psalmist, in effect, invites his whole self to bless God and God's name, which suggests God's essence or his character. Note 145, verse 1, and And verse 21 are the opening and closing verses of Psalm 145. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Verse 21, my mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name for how long, y'all, forever and ever. Among the Israelites, the name was understood to be the expression of the nature or the identity of a person. In other words, the psalmist owes his whole life to God, and that is basically what verses 3 through 5 will say. Psalm 103 gives voice to the thankfulness of sinners that the Lord is a God of mercy and grace. It recalls summarily what Israel had learned about the ways of God. The Lord had not dealt with them according to their sins. That's verse 10, though. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Yeah. 
But the psalm opens and closes with the same statement or self-admonition. It therefore defines the whole psalm as praising thanks. It is connected to Psalm 104, which opens and closes with the same admonition. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Look at the close of 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Look at the opening of 104. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Look at the close of 104. Bless thou the Lord, O oh my soul. Understand that the psalmist says, bless the Lord five times between the two psalms, the opening and the close of both, and verse 2 of 103. Lord have mercy. Back up. Anything the Lord keep telling us the same thing over and over and over again, he really means for us to get it. Yeah. Look at verse 2. What does it say? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. That's five. Look at the second half of verse two. And forget not all of his benefits. Beloved, we are sadly prone to cherish the memory of injury. You know, we remember how many times we've been hurt. Who hurt us? How we desired revenge against them for hurting us. You know, how, how we were going to pay them back for the pain. Now, don't y'all play. You, you know, you don't know who he messing with. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> I'm going to go get my boys and all of that. We remember injury, hurt, and pain. But that's not what the text says. The text says, forget not all of his what? Benefits. Don't neglect the memory of benefits. Don't hold on to pain and let go of blessings. Come on here now. Count blessings rather than burdens. Count healings rather than hurts. Count deliverances rather. Oh, God. Count deliverances rather than dilemmas. Count recoveries rather than addictions. Count restoration rather than ridicule. Oh. They said I wasn't going to make it. They said I wasn't supposed to be here. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Y'all, our iniquities more than we can remember. That's verse 3. And sometimes they're, they're pretty bad. But he forgiveth them all. He forgiveth. He forgiveth. Not he forgave. He forgiveth. Note the continuity of his forgiveness. That's right. He keeps forgiving. We have a tendency towards sin and there are temptations all around us. Our lives are marred by transgressions and shortcomings. We need repeated forgiveness. 
multiple pardons and God grants it. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody here with me? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Not just my tongue. Not just my mouth. Don't bless him just with lip service. With my heart and my soul, my entire spiritual being, every thought, every faculty, every ability, every energy and strength, the heart with all of its affections, the will, the conscience, the reason, the best and highest that is within me. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. But he doesn't stop there. He goes on to say, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Now, there's some folk that have blessed the Lord. They just won't do it with all that's within them. At least be honest with yourself and say, Lord, I can do better. Hallelujah. So the body of the psalm is a recalling, a reflecting, a remembering, a reminding. This is not, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This is not, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. This is not, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. This is a me, myself, and I moment. This is intentionally personal. This is intimate communion with God. This is not even a national hymn of the church of the children of Israel, rather, like Psalm 46 verse 1. And y'all pay attention when we follow David and note his more mature statements as he progresses. You know, we quote this one like, like this here. Psalm 30 verse 5. Weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning. And if that's all right with you, that's okay, but it ain't all right with me. I just don't like the idea of crying all night long. I, I, I can't handle that. So I walked from 30 and 5 over after David had seen a few more risings and settings of the sun. And I met him again at 46. And there David gives me an illogical progression. Because he says God is our refuge and strength. Now that's illogical. Because if it were logical, it would read God is our strength and refuge. Yeah. You need strength all the time. Amen. You only need a refuge in those times when we need a shelter or hiding place. Uh-huh. God would be our strength. And refuge if it were logical. But David reminds us that God specializes in being there for us. Particularly when we need him the most. God, let, let me put that another way. God chooses. To specialize in being there for you, especially when your conscious level of your need of God is at its highest. Now you cry all night if you want to, but the last clause of that same verse says, a very present help in trouble. That, that means he's a right now God. 
Did that mean I don't have to struggle through the night with Kleenex and Scottish tissue? He's a right now God. God can meet you in your moment, whatever moment you find yourself living in and living through. He's a right now God. Yeah. I didn't really come tell you nothing that you didn't already know. I just came to remind you of some stuff. Lord have mercy. Wait a minute now. I got to back up. I didn't finish that verse. He forgiveth all thine iniquities. Excuse me, I, I messed up. Let me back up. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, comma, and forget not all his benefits, colon. Y'all see that? So I'm going to a new verse, but I'm in the same sentence. And if I'm in a new verse, but I'm in the same sentence, mm -hmm. the thought is directly connected so right. the sentence ain't even finished. Right. Yeah. Amen. Watch this now. And forget not all of his benefits, colon, and he begins with a list of benefits. That's why I call this a sermon that you can preach. So can't nobody tell where the Lord has brought you from like you can tell where he brought you from. Can't nobody tell what the Lord has done for you like you can tell what the Lord has done for you. The Lord done brought you out of some situations and done brought you from some places that you never wanted anybody to know you was in and in the first place. So you can preach this sermon because all you got to do is bless the Lord and, and listen because he's saying, oh, my soul, sometime you got to encourage yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is not the first time I've been in trouble. This is not the first time I couldn't see my way. This is not the first time I've had to cry. This is not the first time I've been down. But every time I've been there before, the Lord. The Lord. Hallelujah. So let me back this up. And forget not all of his benefit. Then he begins with the list. And notice that his list begins with the most important thing. Because your 30-year career that you struggle to go to college for won't take you from time into eternity. All of the assets that you have amassed won't take you from time into eternity. But the forgiving of all your iniquities will. Is that right? Look at the B clause. Who healeth all thy diseases. Semicolon. I, I just want you to note that the sentence is still going on. We're getting ready to hit the third verse, but we're still in the same sentence. Verses 2, 3, and 4 is one sentence. Now, is there anybody here who's only been sick in your life and you're older than a newborn baby? Is there anybody here who's only been sick one time? Let me see your hand. That's what I thought. Ain't nobody said they only been sick one time. You know what that means? If you've been sick more than one time, 
then you've been healed more than one time. Am I in the right church? Am I on the right pew? Let me back that up. Since you've been sick more than one time, if you've been sick more than one time, then you've been healed more than one time. Therefore, you know that God is able and you got evidence to say, Lord, heal me one more time. Oh, God. Glory, glory. Mm. Lord, yeah. Now, I did verse 4, and there's a semicolon there. Do y'all see that? So verse 5 is a part of the same sentence from verse 2. That looked like I'm, I'm, I'm right there, Reverend. Thank you. Woo! Lest I hold you too long. Look at verse 5. Who satisfied by mouth with what, y'all? Good things. Now, I need you to understand that mouth here is indicative of the appetites or the desires. In other words, God gives me some of the things I want out of life. Listen to the revised version in that A clause. Who satisfies you with good as long as you live. That's the revised standard version who satisfies you with good as long as you live. You see, I don't have to wait to get over into the New Testament to Philippians where Paul said, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. Why? Number one, my needs don't exhaust God's riches. Y'all caught that one, didn't you? My needs don't exhaust God's riches. Oh, God. And number two, God has already told us, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's Old Testament, y'all. Now, our post-pandemic praise should be greater than our pre-pandemic praise. And the reason is real obvious. If you have a post-pandemic praise, it means that God kept you through the pandemic. Hallelujah. And I know that we sing a song, you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. <laughs> but do you really know what he done for you? Can you actually count how many times God has done the otherwise impossible for you? How many times has God rescued your finances? How many times has he made unexpected and unanticipated and unimaginable blessings flow into your life? How many times has he bestowed upon you blessing on top of blessing? Lord have mercy. Sometime trouble comes like grapes. It comes in clusters all at one time. But he keeps right on blessing us. Is anybody in this place? How many miracles Miracles has God wrought in your life? Oh, God. How many miracles has he wrought in your life already personally? 
personally. How many miracles has he wrought? Professionally. Oh, God. How many miracles has he wrought in terms of your household? Oh, God. What about your larger family? And God kept your children after they got grown and out of your household and in their own household. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Listen to what the psalmist says. As high as the heaven is above the earth, so great is God's mercy toward them that fear him. But then God give his own self. Alzheimer's disease. He give his own self. Amnesia. Yes. When it come to our sin. Yes, for as far as the easy from the west, yeah, he removed our transgressions from us. You ought to stop guilt tripping about some stuff and just say, Lord, I thank you because that's where you brought me from. Yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Somebody here got children and you ain't got to tell me your children get on your nerve. Sometimes they get on your last nerve. Sometimes your children get on nerves you didn't even know you had before. And they can make you mad in hell. Yes, Lord. But you still love them. You know why? Because that's a piece of you that you got directly from God. Yeah! His love is greater than his anger. His anger is only for a moment. But his love is everlasting. Yes! Hallelujah. God bless your business. God bless you from job to job. God elevated your career. God bless you with the ministry. He's still blessing your ministry. God bless us as a people. Bless us as a church. Yes. Hallelujah. Is anybody here with me? I got a right and I got a reason to say, Ooh, bless the Lord. My soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name for every blink of my eye. I want to bless the Lord for every piece of my heart. I want to bless the Lord for the ability of my lungs to process air. I want to bless the Lord for the activity of every limb. I want to bless the Lord for the keen ability of my mind. I want to bless the Lord for every gift, every skill, every ability that you've given me, God. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Yeah. Everybody got their own story. But let me be personal for a moment. When I was a teenager, before I start preaching, and that bullet missed my left eye, it was so close, I heard the whisper of the 
when it went by, missed my eye by just two or three inches. After I fought two brothers, the third brother just got back from Vietnam, went and got his gun, shot at my head down the street, but I'm still here. I gotta bless the Lord. Yes! When the ENT doctor told me in 2002, your vocal cords are damaged and you need surgery, but I can only give you a 50-50 chance. I said, Lord, if the doctor can only give me 50-50, I'm going to take my 50 and go with God. And 23 years later, you wouldn't have known it if I hadn't told you. What a mighty God we serve. Yeah. Five years ago, when a urologist told me that I had prostate cancer, Lord have mercy. Is anybody here with me? My, 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 my God. Hallelujah. Told me to change my diet. Eat everything from the earth and nothing from an animal. Bless the name of the Lord. But five years later, I'm still here. I'm still standing. Just had an MRI full body so they could check out everything. And you know what my urologist told me? You're doing fine. See you in September. Somebody ought to bless the Lord. I got a right. And I got a reason. If you don't want to bless the Lord, please excuse me. While I praise him, yeah, if you don't want to bless the Lord, excuse me, while I lift him up, he been too good to me, he done too much for me, I believe I got some sanctified witnesses over here, yeah, somebody give the Lord praise. There is an undeniable beauty in corporate praise. But sometimes, Pastor, in the middle of the night, I wake up and I start crying happy tears. Because God had been so good to me. Sometimes I feel like I need to pinch myself. I cry happy tears when I think about how unworthy, how undeserving I am. How great, how kind God is. We can never be presumed to be worthy to carry God's word. But he entrusts it to us and calls us servants. That's a high, high title to have when it comes to God. Servant. You are a servant. Of the most high God. There is work. Yet for us. 
to do. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. I got to tell y'all one more little secret. I'm, I'm through for real. The only way you can really bless the Lord, oh my soul, is you have to have an ability at any given time to tune anybody and everybody else out. Private praise. Personal praise. Sometimes I'm, I'm driving my car and my hands go up. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in the shower and my hands go up. Oh, glory! And I thank you, praise flows from my lips. And sometimes I don't say nothing, I'm still praising them. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Come on here now. You can just meditate on the Lord and give them praise. <laughs> don't let nobody steal your praise. Don't let nobody block your praise. Don't let nobody hinder your praise. The doors of the church never really close. The mission of the pastor. If you're here... Don't let this moment pass you by. Don't let this opportunity be lost. God has been better than good to all of us. Somebody said he's been better to me than I even know how to be to myself. And he's been better to me than I've been to myself because he protected me from myself when I was on the path of self-destruction. Oh, my soul, come on here now, and all that is within me, bless his whole. Is there one? Is there just one who will come? Is there someone you? Please don't let this moment pass you by don't let this opportunity be lost oh my soul and all that is within me loves in His holy name. Here's the reason why. Come on. He has done great. He has so, so many, so many great things. He
Come on, let me hear you. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, oh my soul. His whole. Come on. The Holy Spirit is moving in this place right now. He, he, he has done great things for me. Come on, sing it with He. I hear you, Northeast. Come on, take it up. He has done. I like that. He has done. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Great things. Come on and sing it if you want to sing it. He has done. Hallelujah, he has done. Bless his holy name. Let the church say amen. Come on, let the church say amen. Now say amen for the Holy Ghost. Come on and let's give God praise for the word. Come on, let's give God praise for the word. Now let's give God praise for his vessel. The Reverend Dr. Daly Barnes. Come on, Northeast. Let's give God praise. Dr. Barnes, Dr. Barnes, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for joining us here at Northeast Baptist Church this morning and giving us a word. Doc, we needed to hear that today. I don't know about anybody else, but I needed to hear that word today. That in spite of it all, I'm still going to bless the Lord, not just partially, but with what? All my soul, everything that I have within me. Dr. Barnes, thank you. Northeast Baptist Church appreciates you. And I'm going to ask our trustees to come forward. We're going to raise an offering for Dr. Barnes. We want to show him how much we appreciate him. Did he not preach to us this morning? We want to show him how much we appreciate him. I'm going to ask those that are watching on YouTube, those that are watching on Facebook, please, let's give electronically this morning. Put in your notes section on, on a Cash App for the preacher, for the preacher. I want you to give. I want you to bless this preacher this morning. Now, we know here in Northeast Baptist Church, we bring our offering to the preacher, so we're going to ask everybody in the building to stand on their feet. The ushers are going to lead you forward, and let us prepare to give as the Lord has blessed and as this preacher has blessed us this morning. Come on, let's give. Come on, let's bless the preacher this morning. Oh, I'm gonna bless the Lord. 
and all that that is Let us serve the choir. Has the day been well spent? Come on, has the day been well spent? Do the Eagles have a preseason game today? No? If they had a preseason game, you'd sound louder than that. Has the day been well spent? I again want to thank Dr. Barnes for joining us today. Blessed our soul. I thank God for friends. And Dr. Barnes, all I want you to know is all you got to do is push this mic up in this holder right here, and you can stand without holding the mic. And I'm telling him that because he'll be back again. <laughs> Amen, Northeast. Amen, Northeast. We're going to prepare to leave this place. I'm going to reiterate to you that I need you next week. I need you next week. I want you to be here. This is the toughest assignment that I've ever had in my life. But we're going to march on with the power of the Holy Spirit. So come on out at 11 o'clock for our NFL Sunday. As I told you, Reverend Glenn Griffin will be preaching. And we know Glenn Griffin here at Northeast Baptist Church. And then at 2 o'clock, the viewing will begin. And then at 4 o'clock, we'll begin home-going services for my mother, Mrs. Eunice Mason. Let me end this service now, standing all over the building standing all over the building. I'm gonna ask Dr. Barnes to come and give the benediction. Bless you now. A part of the reason that I came today was because I knew exactly what Pastor Mason is going through between my father and mother. I took care of ailing parents for 15 years. When I left D.C. and went to New York, I had to come back and get my mother, take her to New York with me, then I brought her here when I came to Philadelphia. I was pastoring in North Philly at the time, and I had to go back to my home church to do my mother's service. And I had two members that got buses together, and we had 455 passenger buses that came 
from Zion to the Greater Tristone Baptist Church in D.C., where I was licensed, ordained, and where I pastored for 14 years. Nothing is more meaningful to this very moment than the fact that they were there that day. Because I needed them like I needed them in no other time on that day. Right after that, I had to preach Mother's Day. And that was, that was real hard. I didn't want to preach Mother's Day. My trustee chairman said, Pastor, if you don't preach, people won't come to church and we won't be able to pay our bills. I preached that day, and hard as it was, the embrace of the saints is what got me through. The prayers of the saints is what got me through. Amen. Every day at noon this week, I want everybody to pause and just pray for your pastor. Every day. Until next Sunday. I'm asking you to do that for me. He didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to do that. But every day at noon, lift your pastor up in prayer. Amen. Lord, in obedience and in accord with your word, we say, so be it to your word in one word. And that word is Amen. Amen. And amen. Oh, y'all, here's another first. Don't y'all tell nobody this. This is the first time in 48 years that I've ever driven with my left hand and wrote the close to my sermon with my right hand on my phone because I ain't had no paper and you know it couldn't stop me. I had to get it while the Lord was talking to me. Need to see the ushers. Need to see all ushers real quick. All ushers. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.